Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Hey, true believers, and welcome to another episode of Marvel Therapy Group. On this week's episode, we're talking about possible actors in the MCU with superfan listener Josh Karam. Hey. And I'm also here. <laughs> All right, I'm Joe. <laughs> and I'm Jack, and welcome to Marvel Therapy Group. This is a full 3J podcast. Oh, awesome. oh my god. Yeah. I don't think this has ever happened. I don't know if I could live up to Connor, but I think the fact that all three of us have J in our name is a pretty good... It's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. It's a good sign. <laughs> what must it mean that Iron Man is going to die in Infinity... In- Endgame. That's what it means. <laughs> I don't know. It's there a... could be like a secret bonus feature from Infinity War where they're like, hey, he might have. <laughs> We're going to be in the post credit scene of Endgame. Right? <laughs> we're gonna be doing their we are marvel therapy group we're gonna help everyone watching endgame oh get God, through it in the right, yeah. post-credit scene i'm gonna need something the movie ends <laughs> and it's just like two hours of us talking and like okay we're all still here that we gives us four episodes yeah <laughs> all right so in this episode i thought it'd be kind of fun to um i came across this list surfing the web a couple days ago and i thought this could be fun for an episode was to Talk about actors who were almost cast in the MCU. So, Josh, you you are, an, it's fair to say, an actor. Is that correct? Well, I hope four years of school proves that. Yes, I'd like to say that I am indeed a actor. But with, like, an Ari instead. like So it's like theater, like actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fancy kind. Yeah, I try. <laughs> well, what actor question do you have for me? Or am I, am I relating to an actor in this case? Oh god! If you could play any character in the MCU, who would it be? Any character? Yeah, not just the ones in existence, but any character. Is Leatherman in the MCU, or is that a DC? Oh, the guy from Arrow. No, no. Oh wait, maybe that is from Arrow. Never mind. Oh, it's gotta be. Um, you know what I'd love to do? I'd like to. I'd really love to play like the guy who like takes care of Magneto. Yes. In the prisons, you know what I mean? Like the guy who like brings him his food. Because it means I get closer to Michael Fassbender or Ian McKellen. And I think that alone is like an actor's dream. So I just want to... Like, I'll, I'll have my lines all rehearsed if you're listening, Ian McKellen or Michael Fassbender. Like, <laughs> they I definitely do. are. I know. I knew they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see you pulling off like a really like weird like alien in like a, a Guardians Ooh, of the Galaxy fun. movie. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Gar- wait, wait. Uh, Guardians is my favorite. As you can see, I did a... Reveal here. Oh, to see. yeah. He's I'm... showing us that he's wearing a Guardians of the Galaxy t-shirt. We do have listeners in the UK. It could be Ian McKellen. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> we're not saying it is Ian McKellen. We're, not, we're also not saying it's not Ian McKellen. <laughs> Mr. Ian McKellen, you have to read these lines. Hang on. I'm listening to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to my podcast that I listen to every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in reality, I'd probably want to be like the Spider-Man that Shakespearean. So Spider-Man, like sixteen thirty-two. I can't remember what year it is. That's but, cool. So I just have that frilly collar around, and I just recite Shakespeare all the time. That'd be the dream. That's so That'd funny. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
All right, so let's get into this list. So we got some. So uh, we're all really big fans of the actors who did play these characters, but this is just kind of a fun what if scenario. So the first one we have, which is kind of well known at this point, but is still an interesting what if, is Tom Cruise as Iron Man. <laughs> I still love that one. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> this was 2008 Tom Cruise. This is when he was still like, like a pretty big. He's still a big deal now. He's still, but this yeah. when he was like <laughs> relatively. Sane. We're talking like three Mission Possible ends rather than six Mission Possible ends. This, this was before Tom Cruise went on his mission to commit suicide just by filming the most insane stunt possible. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, that's what the Mission Impossible movies are, just escalating attempts of Tom Cruise to kill himself. Imagine what Iron Man 3 could have been. Man. It could have been Iron Man just strapped to the side of a plane for some reason. We're kidding, Tom Cruise. Take care of yourself, man. I love you, man. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of feel if it was Tom Cruise, Iron Man would have gone the way of, like, the recent Mummy movie. He was in that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It would have flopped. I could feel that. Definitely. My thing is if it was Tom Cruise, is it would just completely change the way they've cast the MCU. Mm, definitely. Because if they had started that, they would have been like, well, we got to get a big name for every character now. You yeah, know? Yeah, we got to yeah. get a big name, like, celebrity for every actor. Exactly. Leo DiCaprio would play every other Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like one of those like weird '90s movies. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, yeah. and Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. They basically just take the Back to the Future two credit scene where it's all Michael J. Fox, except it's Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> for Infinity War. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's one. like a, that kind of started the trend of the MCU casting people kind of right before they like this kind of given them their big break. Like mm. actors who are really talented just need that big break. Definitely. We would have just gotten no Chris Pratt even, possibly. Just, yeah. like, all these stars we'd never see. It's a world without Chris Pratt as yeah. Star Lords. <laughs> all right. So the next one they have is... This isn't for the MCU. This was back when he was trying to get this movie off the ground in the 90s. Wesley Snipes as Black Panther. See, so th that was... A, I just... I took a peek at the list before, and I was just curious if... It was, like, Wesley Snipes, like, only a couple of years ago, because it was, like... Were they going to film it all in the prison cell, or how was that movie going to work? They just had a green screen around his cell block. And <laughs> I mean, for Wakanda, it would have worked. That's a good point. <laughs> it's so all visual a really small Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Wakanda lives in little small cages, yeah. like cage-like houses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been, honestly, the budget wouldn't have been as much. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think anyone could beat Chadwick Boseman. Sorry. Wesley Snipes. I don't know if it would have worked back then. Was this before he was Blade or uh, after? I think this Ooh. was after he was Blade. So I don't know if it, if it would have worked that well, because even though it wasn't a cinematic universe, it's still two Marvel superheroes. I don't know if that would translate well. Mm, interesting. Whereas Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes is Blade and then as Black Panther. Was Wesley Snipes the main force driving, like, the Black Panther film, yeah, or he, somebody else? He, he was the one who really wanted to make it. So would it be, like, a dark, grungy kind of movie, Black Panther, then? I feel like it definitely of... would have been darker. Yeah. And they would have had Dominic Purcell in it, somehow, because <laughs> that's all that's all I know about Blade. Yeah. Yeah. And then we never would have got the magic that is Mick Rory on Mick Legends Rory of Tomorrow. <laughs> Masterful performance. I'm not going to hijack this and make this a Legends podcast. I'm I mean, gonna, I'm gonna I would be totally fine doing that. 
It's so much I'll just say, say. It's, it, his arc is amazing in Legends, as is the arc of watching an actor who just could give less of a crap about this <laughs> show to actually legitimately loving it. Oh my god, yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna talk so much about that later, I promise you, yeah. Also, we've had so much social progression in the last 20 years that 2018 was a good time. Black Panther clearly did well. Hmm. Right, so the next one they got on this list was Jake Gyllenhaal. Hey. Back when he might have replaced the Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Wow. The Tobes. The Tobes, the Tobester. <laughs> uh, at least Jake Gyllenhaal would cry less. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> my, how? What's the age comparison between Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Tobey Maguire? Are they around the same Toby age? Maguire, Toby Mac. No, that's Toby Mac. He's a hip-hop artist. Toby Maguire. He looks like a cool guy. He wears like, one of those yeah. like fedora hats. Toby Maguire is... He's 43. 43. Okay, he's 43. Okay. And Jake Gyllenhaal is 38. Oh, so he is younger than him. Yeah. So it's Not radically, though. What are we talking? Like, Spider-Man 3 came out in... Mid-2000s, yes. right? And we look at Spider-Man 2. The good one, yeah. That's my favorite one. That was uh, 2004? 2004. Yeah, 2004. Okay, so like Jake Gyllenhaal, a little younger than Tom McGuire. I could see that. I was just making sure it went with the trend of each Spider-Man gets progressively younger. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I think Jake Gyllenhaal's so talented. So I'm just to say it, I'm excited to see him in this new, yeah, upcoming Spider-Man. It worked out so, for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it wouldn't have felt like a trilogy if it was a different guy playing yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, definitely. Would they have tried to make him Peter Parker? Yeah. Or would that, he have been a different? No, I think they just would have pretended like nothing happened. Oh, that's my. Favorite. It would have been like the. Tw- it would have been like the Twenty Two Jump Street end credit. Yeah. <laughs> he just got new glasses. Yeah, yeah. he's wearing new glasses. <laughs> or the the classic, as all our favorite films, Inspector Gadget Two, where it's not Matthew Broderick. But they never address that it's not Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Is he in the MCU yet? Matthew Broderick? As Inspector Gadget. I mean, uh, or Matthew Broderick alone. It could it's be it's a way. big universe, so he could be. I'm just say, I think Disney owns the property. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for it. I'm just, Disney, if you're listening... It's not Captain Marvel that comes in and saves the day in Endgame. It's, it's Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. <laughs> Dude, because he's got all the gadgets. Yeah, yeah instead, of, instead of him being snapped away, it was just half of him. Oh. So half of his body had to be replaced by gadgets. So, it was so. A, it's also like an avenging arc. He's avenging right. the other half of his body. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like that that like broken like endgame like title screen, except it's too do 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 You got this Matthew Broderick, you, yeah. you keep trying. I mean, that would be okay if Matthew Broderick showed up in the MCU. He'd be cool. I'm wondering what he would do. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Yeah, no, he would. Yeah, that would work, I think. <laughs> How could I possibly work on a day where half the universe is, is destroyed? <laughs> oh, Marvel, get on. Do they own Ferris Bueller somehow? No, 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 that probably. doesn't own I don't Ferris think Bueller. it's a Disney, Disney property, but... Ferris Bueller. Bueller. We're doing way more. Like, just looking random stuff up than we normally do on this show. Um, if I'm causing too much of a tangent, we can get off John Hughes and go back to... <laughs> Oh, let's see. Who did release this movie? Uh, it was Paramount Pictures. Okay. Right. No, they don't own it. Uh, it's fine. They could I, probably buy it. Probably. It could be like, I don't know, like some old guy who trains one of the superheroes. Like, you know, because he's not like too old, like he's the perfect age yeah. where he can still move around. <laughs> who knows? 
Alright, so the next guy they got on this list is a Mr. David Duchovny as Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. I could see it. And this was for uh, Incredible Hulk. So that before Ed Norton, this yeah, was yeah. who they were going to choose. Uh, he, was like the, he was their second choice, I guess. Huh. I could see it. I could see that too, yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I would have liked names. that. I think... Wait, who played it originally? Edward Norton. Who was a bigger name? Ed, Ed, um, Edward Norton. Well, David Duchovny had uh, the X-Files. Yeah. Oh, I, this was 2000... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. okay. This was, yeah, this was after he had done the X-Files. Yes. Yeah. Fight I, Club. What did Ed Norton do after Fight Club? I'm going to sound really <laughs> unknowing not doing this. I'm just curious, like, because I thought, like, Ed Norton kind of had to die for a little while before he... Didn't he, wasn't, didn't he do one really big movie where he was, like, a Nazi? Um, let's see, we'll start in 2002. Yeah, again, I feel like if David Duchovny was yeah, Incredible Fight Hulk... Club, then nothing really major. That movie would have been much bigger than it was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know the reason why he didn't do Avengers. Salary. Hmm. Hmm, makes sense. Whatever, he does, um, now he's just in... Oh god, why can't I think of the guy's name? The the uh the Wes Anderson. Oh yeah. Now he just he's, now he's just buddies with Wes Anderson. Exactly, yeah. He's got Grand Budapest, that's something. Yeah. Alright, so the next one they have is actually one that was probably like the one I was most bummed about was Emily Blunt <laughs> as uh Black Widow. <laughs> and Agent Carter. Damn, they really wanted Emily Blunt. <laughs> I just still can't get over the story of what she was doing and why I she know, couldn't play the so sad. That's it's... the biggest so <laughs> Joe, Emily Blunt, according to this article, I want to just take a guess. She couldn't t- do um, either Captain America or Agent Carter because she was busy filming in, or not or, uh, Avengers or Captain America, the first Avenger, because she was busy filming another movie. Would you like to take a guess as to what masterpiece of cinema Emily Blunt was busy filming at the time? Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> the greatest! Does Avengers have a song break with Jack Black in it? I don't think so. <laughs> Thank you, Gulliver's Travel. Uh, she would have been cool. Like, look at She looks like a Black Widow in that picture. She's tough. She's tough. I like her. Did you see, um... Oh, God, I can't think of it. Not, not Mary Poppins, but A Quiet Place. No, I haven't. But I oh. have seen Mary Poppins, oh. though. Are they the same? <laughs> 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 that's that's how they stopped uh, all the aliens as Mary Poppins came and oh I was like, thinking stop. like Mary Poppins visits the house and then like it's her keeping all the kids quiet but a song is about to break <laughs> each time so that's, they have to stop the song from coming that's the sequel yeah I I desperately want to see her as Invisible Woman and that'd be cool Krasinski as Mr. Incredible because yeah. I think that'd be like the cutest well, speaking of Krasinski, he's also oh, he's on the list. He also okay. pops up on the list. The picture they took is Jim Halpert making his Jim Halpert face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Krasinski also shows up as uh, almost being Captain America. Would Emily Blunt have been one of those names where she wasn't that big and then would have become big, being uh, Black Widow? I'd like to think I'm she... gonna say Edge of Tomorrow was kind of her big break. Really? Hmm. I think that was that. Not not her big break, but that was her most like public role, I think. Let's take a look here at Emily Blunt's career. career. But career beginnings... Oh, she had Devil Wears Prada beforehand, though. Oh, yeah, Devil Wears Prada and Breakthrough. Then they do list Devil Wears Prada as her breakthrough. Yeah. Young Victorian. She, then she looked like she did, like, you know, serious pieces for a while. Yeah, but then when do they mention Gulliver's Travels? Yeah, big... There it is! <laughs> there it is! <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, it says it right here. John Favreau's first choice, Black Widow and Iron Man 2, but due to scheduling conflicts with the role in the comedy Gulliver's Travels. Even uh, even Wikipedia <laughs> wants to know how pissed everybody yeah, is exactly. about that. <laughs> is it... Um, yeah, and then... Yeah, so, it, yeah, it does, I think... Um, oh, and then, okay, so there's, like, the sci-fi... Yeah, so I think that's where that's that when they get one. to, like, Edge of okay. Tomorrow. That makes sense. At the end of Big Break. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, that oh, is look at her. She, she deserves it. She's amazing. Yeah, and then we got John Krasinski, which for the longest time I just couldn't picture it. Hmm. But no, I mean, he's, he's he's bulked up like a lot. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch year. Jack Ryan. I've desperately wanted to see. How it's he good, is actually. It is good. Yeah, well, it's like it's it's up like it would be like a standard show on any other network, but it was on Amazon, so you could tell they just gave it like a big uh, enough budget that okay. they at least make it like cool. I like that. I like that. All like right, you could I'm... see it being a really like just subpar like procedural on like a network yeah if they had like a tv budget but they had the amazon money so they mm. managed to do some really cool stuff i gotta uh, hey i finished season two of good place so now i will move oh. on to oh man <laughs> jack it got me so good man <laughs> who's your favorite character oh i love ted danson as michael uh, he just... was my favorite for the longest time but yeah. now it's janet Oh, Janet is great. I love all of them. All right. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm sorry, Joe. I know we keep... <laughs> now, and so so far, this podcast has turned from Marvel into the Ferris Bueller, Legends of Tomorrow, Good Place, Gulliver's Travel. Travels. I was podcast. about to say, you better say Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it to Marvel. I'm going to keep it to Marvel. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I would have liked it, but I mean, Chris Evans is just Chris Evans. He is yeah. Captain America. And I mean, I think even Jim, even John Krasinski said, like, yeah, when I didn't get the role, I was like, of course they gave it to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, then we got uh, Liam Hemsworth as Thor. Was he the original choice, or...? Oh, uh, so many Hemsworth brothers acting. I probably shouldn't read this word for word, because whoever wrote this list will get pissed about that, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair. Oh, uh, yeah, he, they wanted him instead of Chris. That's interesting. Would there even have been a difference, really? I don't. I feel as though Chris Hemsworth brings more of a gruff to Thor, which they throw out the window, kind of in a way. I. I don't know. It just feels though like Liam is too young, or was too young back then mm. to be. I would say like this really. Uh, they probably had no way of knowing this, but where they took the character and just how funny Chris Hemsworth is, like yeah. they, they really lucked out. I'm like his comedy is just so funny. He's just such a funny person. Yeah, I haven't really watched Liam Hemsworth in anything too comedic was, before. Was so he the Hunger to... Games guy, or yeah. was that the other Hemsworth brother? He's Hunger Games guy. I don't even know the name of the other Hemsworth brother. <laughs> he oh, was yeah. in the MCU, though. Oh, yeah, isn't that from uh, Ragnarok? Exactly, because he Hemsworth plays brothers? Thor. Yeah, he plays the Thor actor. <laughs> which I thought funny, because it wasn't Liam. I was like, that looks like Chris Hemsworth, so it was the other Hemsworth. That's like low-key the best moment of that movie. Yeah. Also, do you know who played uh, Odin in the play in Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah. Sam McNeil. I, I thought that was so funny, because yeah. like, it was the two Jurassic Park actors they got for Thor Ragnarok. And then just Matt Damon, because why not? Why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it looks like it, they really wanted uh, Liam, but then Joss Whedon, who had worked with him in uh, Cabin in the Woods... Oh. Before that, was like no, no, you should, you should cast this guy. Interesting. Okay, yeah. it's good to know people, I guess. Yeah, yeah the connections you yeah. make. All right. So, oh, so then we have a then we have an interesting one. Then we have a uh, Glenn Howerton as Star Lord. I adore it's always sunny so much, and and Dennis is my favorite character. I just can't picture 
him bulking up for the role. He's he's in pretty good shape. Is he pretty he's good? In, shape? I think he's in pretty good shape. I mean, shape he is the perfect sunny. human, but I mean, <laughs> he's like, oh, I am a golden god. Yeah. I want to see who else because I know like they were like everybody and their mother was considered for Star Lord. Oh, is that true? I'm pretty sure it was a really long list. But yeah, I don't know. Glenn Howard in like would have got a. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see him not play a serial killer. I was about to say, it, like, it seems as though Star Lord would have become so, like, just like psychopathic scary, in a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, he really. Um, Does it say it here? Not on this page, but that could have taken them to you in a whole different direction, like away from the comedy and humor. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I mean, Glenn Howard would just play humor in a different. I don't think it would fit James Gunn's idea of Star Lord. Mm. Also, I, I don't know. I feel as though Chris Pratt, like, you got to find the perfect person who would, like, be the person who would jam to all the music. It just would have been different, I think. I think Star-Lord would have definitely been a lot more, like, confrontational. Yeah. Little, I think. Oh, man. I, I'm just picturing it in my head now. Like, I love it, but I don't know what to think of it. I'm picturing Glenn Howerton as Dennis as Star-Lord. As star <laughs> All right, so let's see who else we had for almost Star Lord. Zachary Levi, who's the guy who's playing Shazam. Love him. Could have worked. He's a singer too, so he would have maybe sang yeah. some of the music. Uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett. Mm. 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 I don't know if it's wrong for me to say a little short. <laughs> but just kind of how I feel. <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum. Oh wow. Uh, it's the Lex Luthor from Smallville. Okay, alright. Don't know him, so I really can't say. And then, uh, That's fair. Don't know this guy either, John Howard Gallagher Jr. Oh, is he in Spring Awakening? Um, he's, no, he's been, he was in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he was the, he was the, um, the third guy. So there was John Goodman, and then there was, um, oh, God, why can't I think of her name? I love her. She's like one of my low-key, one of my <laughs> favorite actresses. Also, I noticed, yes, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, cool. Wait, she's going to be in something DC, right? Yeah, uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, a Love her. Low-key, one of she's my favorite cool. actresses. Yeah. All right, so no serial killer Star-Lord no. for us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, with the exception of Emily Blunt, I'm pretty happy with everybody. I mean, that's the one that I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> in Gulliver's Travels. What the great... <laughs> maybe, maybe it was all a plan of... the. Uh, the Marvel executives, they're like, we are going to incorporate Gulliver's Travels into the MCU. He has power over the Lilliputians. Lilliputians? Is <laughs> that how you pronounce it? Know. They probably didn't even know. I don't know. <laughs> Dad, I want to see what the what the Rotten Tomato score of this movie was. It's probably 100. It's, tw- it's, tw- it's higher than I thought. It's 20%. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't know how high that is. I mean, it's like substantially high enough that I was like, wow, I actually got 20%. I know, like, <laughs> it's got an average tomatoes. rating of 3.9 out of 10. All right, okay. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, that's pretty good. I know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm expecting like 15. I'm surprised they cracked 20. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so then we have the one that's the biggest guy could have worked, but uh, so that's Jason Momoa as Drax. Hmm. Current Aquaman. I could see it. I could totally see it. I'm just, I don't know how he would have played Drax. Oh, no, I could see being played the exact same way. Oh, it's tough for me to say, because, like, the only two Jason Momoa explosions I have is Aquaman and Cal Drogo. Yeah. So I can't take much off of Cal Drogo. Like combining the two of them but, together. But, yeah, I mean, I feel as though it could work. Yeah, 
I, it's just Dave Batista brought something so unexpected to it. And I don't know, maybe Jason Momoa would have done the same thing. I just, Dave Batista's so unexpected. He's, like, physically imposing enough that it would have worked. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you think he would have still had that long, flowing hair? It's probably in his contract. Like, he's not just not going to cut it. So it would be Drax with, like, <laughs> just long. I mean, it worked out for him. He doesn't have to sit in a makeup chair for... Five hours that's every day, point. and this movie still made a billion dollars. Ooh, that's, yeah. You're right. Well, hey, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> then we have Olivia Wilde as Gamora. I mean, it would have worked, but I'm pretty sure she was filming the great film Incredible Bird Wonderstone. No, you, know you can't pass that up. You can't pass that <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I have no opinion of that. I mean, I love I've, Zoe Saldana, and I like so... how... That, that does add a little diversity into the MCU, even if they do paint her green. It's a, I think it's interesting because Zoe Saldana always gets those parts. Like, she oh, plays, yeah. like, the alien creature part. That's her type, basically. You have Gamora, you have Avatar. Like, that's what she writes. Star Trek. With. Yeah. I don't know. I'm cu- I would be curious to see Olivia Wilde as a Gamora type because I, I kind of see it from, like, Tron legacy. She has, like, that badass quality to her. I don't know. That's interesting. Man. You think they'll make another Tron movie? Then we have Jim Carrey as, as Rocket Raccoon. Sorry, right, you could ignore it. <laughs> Sorry, I was already scrolling when oh, you said fine, that. Oh, it's fine. I, I We're just, off Olivia Wilde okay, now. Okay. It's okay. We got Jim Carrey as Rocket Raccoon. I love Jim Carrey. I could see Completely. that, too. It would have been yeah. a... Yeah. We would have had a lot more ad-libbed lines. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think Rocket would have done a lot more voices. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It wouldn't be just the straight Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon. As they say, the raccoon. Also, I mean, I'm in love with Bradley Cooper as well. I know I'm in love with a lot of actors that we've talked about today, but genuinely Jim Carrey and Bradley Cooper are great. I would prefer to see Jim Carrey as a person in the MCU yeah. rather than... The a, raccoon. Uh, the raccoon, yes. Rather than just a voice. Yeah. Because I kind of, I mean, Jim Carrey is so much facial expression. He is. He's he, a very physical comedian. He could play, like, some, as we were talking before, some alien kind of creature. Like, I think he could do that perfectly. I don't know who. Maybe he'll be in Captain Marvel. Who knows? He could. It's one of the Kree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, over on Rocket, I just want to say David Tennant was also considered for is the part. Is that true? Yeah, well, because Rocket's apparently British in the comics. No way. Yeah, David Tennant. I mean, I'm in love with David Tennant. Oh, yeah. I know, I know you're in love with David Tennant. Yeah, like you know, David Tennant asked me to go to hell and back with him. I'd be like, all I'd right, like, all right, David Tennant. Yeah. Let's start by quite doing some Doctor Who episodes, and then you know, once we get a little closer to hell, we'll switch to uh, we'll switch to do just reciting Jessica Jones season exactly, one. Yeah. And then a little bit of Marty Crouch Jr. I'd personally like to throw that in. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll bring the book, and he can read all the Marty Crouch Jr. pages because <laughs> so all the scenes they cut yeah. from the movie. <laughs> Not just be like they were idiots. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man, for so yeah, David Tennant. I don't know how the hell he does it, but he has some way of no matter how big of a part he is in a movie, I always remember him. He like his performance is always so memorable because he knows how to make the most slight gestures as an actor where you're like, oh, he did that in that film. It's so good. Low key, not even low key anymore. Just one of the best working actors. High key from from my non. <laughs> Biased opinion. Of course, yes. He would be my boyfriend. Uh, then we have I don't know who this person Sir is. Sir Sharona. Yeah, but she, uh, first a ladybird. Yeah. Uh, that be. Do you think that she would keep 
her dialect, and they'd kind of, well, no, maybe, I don't know about her dialect, because I'm curious, because she has an, uh, an Irish dialect, I'm curious if she would keep it for Scarlet Witch, and they'd make, but they'd probably want to have her do an X, I don't know. They might just know. tweak it a little bit. Yeah. I'm very intrigued by that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very on the fence about I, that because I, I think Elizabeth Olsen does a good job. I've never really heard of anybody yet that I think would be like a better version of Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I never I guess that's one character that I'm never like, what if Scarlet Witch was somebody else? They've never given her like a really big oh wow, this is why Scarlet Witch is cool. Exactly. <laughs> Well, like, not that... I mean, they've shown her doing cool stuff, but it's exactly. like... Exactly. Like, she's, yeah. pretty, she's pretty dope. They've never given her, like, oh, this is why this character... Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's showing up again on this uh, list. The, the Gordon-Levitt? The Gordon-Levitt. Not a Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> As Ant-Man. No. Nah, sorry. It's Paul Rudd. Sorry, man. It's Paul sorry. Rudd's hey. part. You tried twice, man, and we give you credit there, but Paul Rudd is just so perfect. You can't. Paul Rudd is just... Paul, Paul Rudd is just, like, a national treasure. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be so a fool true. not to get Paul Rudd in your franchise. Also, I think I'll never forget because, like, I knew Ant Man before the movie came out based on the comics, and I was always like, "God, Ant Man is so goddamn stupid." Like, I always hated <laughs> Ant Man, but then Paul Rudd brought such comedic beauty to the character that <laughs> Ant Man like instantly became one of my favorites. Like, it was it was the perfect actor to m- kind of make a joke out of in a way. Because mm-hmm. like you don't see him as a superhero, you're never like, "Oh, Paul Rudd." Yeah, the guy from 40-Year-Old Version, he's a superhero. And it also helps to have Michael Douglas as, like, the original Ant-Man. That's so a good like, point. When you, read that char- when you read that character, you're like, he's dumb, but he's being played by Michael, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, <laughs> yeah. You love him too much. It's the Gene Kelly effect. That was a bad reference. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm going to keep my 1940s music theater humor out of this. Sorry, Joseph. Right, and then we got Joaquin Phoenix as Doctor Strange. I mean, sure. What I mean, yeah. <laughs> I like Benedict Cumberpatch. He was such an as, obvious choice too. That's my yeah. one thing with him. It's his sophistication, I think, that gives him the Doctor Strange vibe. I feel like Joaquin would have done something cool and unexpected. He's a great actor. Like he could yes. let him play everything. For all I care. Hey, DC, you want to fix your movies? Just have Joaquin Phoenix play everything. Like, who's playing the new Batman? Have Joaquin Phoenix do it. So half, like, it's like a, like, where is Joker? And, like, but he he's doing a weird, random Joker movie right now. Exactly. <laughs> but then he just plays Batman as well later. It'll be great. <laughs> that movie is the most interesting project being developed to me right now. So you, you want to know what makes me really interested about it? What? Is that Robert De Niro is in it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. I'm just like, oh, okay. I love Robert De Niro. He's a, he, they, Marvel should have snagged him first. Yeah. I would have liked to see De Niro in the, the, the Marvels. What about you, Joe? I mean, I know Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is one of your favorite movies, isn't it? Yeah. In the MCU? What do you think about that? I have no idea who that is. I haven't had any idea who the past, like, ten people are. <laughs> <laughs> if there was someone who... Because I remember, like, hearing rumor that I think Pedro Pascal could have been Doctor Strange. I don't know if that's true. That would have been interesting. One of my Shakespeare directors told me about that, so it could be an absolute lie. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just feel so. You need to have like that original title of being. Oh my God! It's Benedict Cumberpatch to play the role of Doctor Strange. Because like everybody's like, holy shit! It's I used my one. I used my one. Use your one. By the way, use okay, your so one. I'm out. Mark him. Um, yeah, there should be a list somewhere. I think 
Doctor Strange worked so well because of the name to boost it off. I don't think it would have worked as well with Joaquin Phoenix. Even though he's a great actor, I think you needed someone like Benedict Cumberbatch. To it's do. a very abstract concept. And even after they introduced the Guardians of the Galaxy, which went really well, yeah, Doctor Strange would have been hard to introduce. Yeah, definitely. Because it's such a... Oh, man. I love Doctor Strange, too. Like, that yeah. is one of my favorites. I have a ranking system where, like, I love movies... And then movies that remind me of The Matrix I really love. And, like, that that's, like, Doctor Strange and Inception for me. So that, those those rank up pretty high for me. So, yeah, I love Doctor Strange. I'm curious, Josh, to now we ran out of the list. Who's an actor you would want to put in the MCU? Just pick him up and drop him right in there. Drop him right in there? I mean, besides myself. You can be like that. The thing <laughs> because you, I'm a selfish actor. Um, do the thing you do with Google Maps. You, like, pick up the little guy. Oh, that I put him in. Okay. All right, let me, let me just search quickly here on my imaginary computer. Um... Someone I absolutely adore, John Hamm. Uh, I I think it would need to be though, because I'd love to see him in some kind of superhero or supervillain role. I it need to be a little darker for me. I think like that's why I'm like thinking like he'd be like I don't know in like as like a two face in like DC. But I'd really mm. love Marvel to find a way to bring that like edgy side of him into some like Marvel villain. I don't know what it would be, but. John Hamm is definitely one of my, oh my god, yes. And Charlie Cox would be another, but he's already Daredevil. And I love yeah, yeah. He could just do anything. I have his autograph on my wall, so, like, you know, I'm... Right, when they make another Daredevil movie, I'm not going to see it, because you had you had gold, and you went and you exactly. went and threw it away. What if it's Ben Affleck again? They just go back... I need to watch that movie, by the way. I've never seen that. Yeah, me neither. Can we, do a, can we do a watch of that? Yeah, sure. It's a good one. That would entertain me quite a bit, I think. I like those movies. The Daredevil yeah. Electro ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta check it out. I've never... Because I, I think there's just so many of those. Because I've never seen Blade. I've never seen Daredevil or Electro. I've seen Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Do you think they could do something... I, I was praying this would happen in Infinity War, but it never did. Where Chris Evans got to play against himself as the Human Torch. Oh. I just really wanted that to happen. So. If they if they bring in multiple dimensions, it could definitely happen. Because maybe that's why he's giving up Captain America. He's like, I want to pick up the Human <laughs> Torch again. <laughs> I heard rumor that Zac Efron might be the Human Torch. I could see that. Huh. Up. How do you feel about that? I could totally see it. I mean, my thing with the Human Torch, or I don't know what I'd pick for the Human Torch. My thing is for a while has been um, Daniel Craig as the thing. Oh, okay. I totally see that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, a, why, it's like but... a skin complexion thing. It's weird. It's like... I don't see that. I, I think I can only picture the original guy. Yeah, what's his name again? He was on The no Shield. Idea. I can't remember. But yeah, he... I always joke, like, did they just pick him because he was bald and, like, he could fit into the suit or something? Because it seemed to be, like... Because he plays, like, this grungy cop, and that's what he's famous for. And everybody's like, yeah, he probably fits in the suit. Or Bruce Willis. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Only because he also looks like that original actor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bruce Willis stopped giving a crap about acting, like, ten years ago, nah, but though. he's a superhero again. Yeah! He's, a, he's, he's uh, unbreakable, which I need to watch at some point. I was gonna watch it, and then I heard it wasn't good. And I don't Glass know. or Unbreakable? Uh, no, Unbreakable I've heard is good. Um, Split I've heard is good. I heard Glass isn't good. I see, okay. Um, no, that's only the critics. The audiences have loved oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Critics hate I can it. See that. 
Which I, means that it's a good movie. As you know, I lost faith in M. Night Shyamalan when Last Airbender came out. And nice. I know it's been oh. so many years, and I should healed. get over him, but that, that wound was really deep. Young Josh was very hurt in the Oh, theaters. I never saw that yeah. movie. Some I didn't wounds know that was never good that you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was him. Wow. It made me so sad. That's a scar. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad scar. But hey, Dragon Prince is out. They're making another live-action Avatar, and I'm going to stop talking about things that aren't Marvel. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and Avatar to what this podcast has become. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Do we want to go, uh, you and I, Jack, one more person we'd like to see in the MCU? Sure. You want to? Okay. Um, actually, can we go two people? Yeah. So, yeah, no, tell me what you think yeah. about this, if you know these people. But let's get some community actors. Joel McHale and Alison Brie as Mr. And Miss, Mr. Fantastic and the and Sue Storm. I'd be fine with both of them in the MCU. I'm, Just my, heart, my heart is set on John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Uh, I will say, though, personally for me, I think Alison Brie is such, like, charm that she could definitely pull off a part like that. Yeah. Because she's so, she is so charismatic and she's charming. Like, even, like, when she's Unikitty in Lego, movie, like, <laughs> she's so, like, bubbly and cute. I, I don't know if this is crazy, but I'd love to see her as, like, a, maybe I'm wrong, like a Gwenpool or, like, a Spider-Gwen. Huh. Like, someone yeah. a little quirky, because I think she played that perfectly. She needs to fit in somewhere. Yeah. She's too good. Like, she... And she's rising to fame. Like, she's... Yeah. After Glow came out, she just keeps going up. Like, a movie's always in my heart, but... Yeah, I agree with Alison Brie. I feel... Yeah. She needs, she needs her time. <laughs> um, just, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, so I'll just say two I said before. Uh, Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi. Oh, yeah. Okay. My, my boys. Yeah. You know what would be weird? Can I throw one more in? Is this okay? Yeah. I want, like, there to be Hugh Grant's involvement in the MCU somehow. <laughs> I know this is a stretch, but there's got to be, like, an X-Men, some business person they haven't touched upon yet that he could play. I don't know what it would be. I just would love that. <laughs> there are definitely X-Men they haven't touched on yet. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I don't know. Old, old British Hugh Grant, I love that, man. <laughs> he's so great. He's, he's Hugh Grant. He lost his chance in Harry Potter. They got to give him a chance in Marvel. Who were they gonna? Were they? He was he supposed to be? He was Lockhart? supposed to be Gilderoy. Yeah. Uh, Even I though Kenneth Branagh did a brilliant job. That uh, that was a good casting. Yeah. yeah. Now Hugh Grant. I love that man. So from all of us here at the Marvel Therapy, Legends of Tomorrow, Gulliver's Travels, Ferris Bueller, Inspector Gadget, Gene Kelly podcast. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening and. Please join us again next week. Have a thrill day. If you like our podcast, share it in a post with the hashtag Marvel Therapy Group. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.